I don't even recognize myself anymore. I'm really worried about him. His addiction. I haven't seen him like this. Ever. Hey, look, I, I never wanted to start using. I, I knew the drill, but I was out of options. I, I just want to tell him it's not your fault. There are people out there who can help. People who have felt your pain. They know what you're going through. This has to stop. I, I'm losing everything. Everyone. You've been strong your whole life. You can do this, but you have to reach out for help. It's time. I can do this. Addiction is a disease, and diseases need treatment. Call Quit Drugs 321 now at 800-378-3508. 800-378-3508. That's 800-378-3508. Paid for by the Detox and Treatment Helpline. Everybody, it's that time again. Yeah, Sports Overnight America, a different kind of show. We talk sports, but we talk all kinds of sports. Sirius 217, XM 203, all the apps, Sports Byline, Sports Map, American Forces, Gals and Guys, You Stay Healthy, radio stations like KSHP 1400 in Las Vegas, Nevada. The guys will be with us, of course. Art Source, former kicker for the Rams and the Trojans. Uh, Mark Mancini, the World War Sports Handicapper, will be with us. And, of course, we've got two guests uh, tonight on this show. We've got uh, Lisa Guerrero of Inside Edition and formerly of Monday Night Football. And we've got Dan Schlossberg. Uh, he's written 40 books, all on baseball. Nobody follows baseball closer than Dan. The unfortunate thing is he's a Braves fan, but we'll survive with that. He's written a new book, uh, Baseball More <laughs> Memorable Misses. Uh, and, of course, uh, numbers, numbers, numbers. We'll talk to him about that. Um, what's happening in sports? Let's see. If you're a triple-A ball player, you're much better off. Um, you, you now can make up to $45,000 a year. Of course, the Major League Baseball had to pay like $187 million to the minor leagues, but the minor leagues have agreed now to the CBA, so they won't be treating minor league players as they have in the past. Opening day in Major League Baseball, opening weekend in Major League Baseball. We'll discuss that uh, on opening day. Uh, Max Muncy at the Dodgers did something that very few ever do. Um, he was up five times. He struck out five times. Not bad at all. No shock here. Brandon Miller of Alabama has decided to leave to the NBA. I think you could have made pretty easy money on a bet like that. And I think Nick Saban is happening as the football coach. Because, of course, uh, Nate Oates and Saban aren't necessarily getting along over the Brandon Miller circumstance. So much to talk about. Uh, as we speak, Tom Brady is still retired. As we speak, Aaron Ego is still in limbo. As we speak, Lamar Jackson still wants more money. We'll talk about this and much more when we are straight away on Sports Overnight America. Every piece of land has a story. The Upshaw's right there is with a John Deere 1 Series tractor they call Penny. 
when your project comes up, you have to just jump in and figure out what is it going to take. From front loader to backhoe, the Upshaws have the tools to DIY all day long. Run with us on a one series tractor and start telling your story. Get a one series tractor starting at $134 per month at your John Deere dealer today. For additional cost information, please call toll free 855 633 2315. Scott for Scott's here. You ever want to grow new grass faster? Kind of like when you press the two times playback button on your podcast so you can speed through episodes. Except it's Scott's Turf Builder Rapid Grass. You're speeding your way from a thin and damaged lawn to a thicker, stronger one in just weeks. Bit too fast, maybe slow it down, okay? Let's just go back to normal speed. Get a bag of Scott's Turf Builder Rapid Grass today. It grows grass two times faster than seed alone when applied at the new lawn rate subject to proper care. Feed your lawn. Feed it. Honey, come here, quick. What is it? Shh, check it out. All these highly rated wines are under $20. Total Wine must have made a mistake. <laughs> nope, they always have the lowest prices. Oh, remember that amazing rosé your sister brought over last week? See, it's right here. Whoa, that's a low price. I mean, whoa, that's a low price. With the lowest prices for over 30 years, you'll always find what you love and love what you find. Only at Total Wine & More. Drink responsibly, B21. Dazzling decal on Daisy's Donuts window. Bold banner at Barry's Barbershop. Prominent poster at Penny's on Park Place. This is your sign. Well, signs. To try Staples and see the difference. Get $15 off signs, banners, and posters when you spend $75 or more. From Staples. And I couldn't miss it. Ends 415. Visit staplesconnect.com slash printpig for details. Are you looking to improve your baseball swing? You need the rip. Grip Pro. Co-created by Dodgers AAA star Drew Avens, the Rip Grip Pro will help you stay palm up, palm down, and pull the barrel of the bat through the zone instead of pushing it. Check out Drew's videos at ripgrippro.com and you'll see how this can help you or the baseball player in your family improve your ABs. Get the adjustability in your swing that you need. Go to ripgrippro.com. That's ripgrippro.com. This is Ron Barr. Be sure to check out Sports Byline and the 8Side Network's outstanding eight-part podcast series, Behind the Barrier, Voices from the Negro Leagues. Here, Willie Mays, Hank Aaron, and others share their stories of the Negro Leagues, the challenges that the players face, and the importance of Negro League baseball to the game's history. Behind the Barrier is available now on the iHeart Podcast Network and all podcast platforms, including Apple, Amazon, Spotify, Stitcher, and Pandora. Check out Behind the Barrier. Hey, welcome everybody uh, back to Sports Overnight America. Later, we'll talk to Dan Schlossberg and his uh, very uh, enticing book, uh, Unabashed Look at the Game's Craziest Zeros, some things that you think must have happened in baseball, but really did not. But I'm going to tell you what happened, uh, what's happening in baseball right now. And Art and Mark, I'd love your thoughts about this. Um, Artie Marino. Owner of the Angels, who was selling the team, now I guess he's not selling a team, is not sending his radio guys on the road. I'm gonna I'm gonna repeat. This is Los Angeles, Southern California. He is not sending his radio guys on the road. Art, you've been a play-by-play guy, you've been a color guy, you've done talk shows. I can't, when I found this out, I said to myself, I know the world's going nuts. I know he wants to sell. But it can't cost that much for a hotel and food. Talk about it. 
it's, it's penny pinching at the, at the worst level of all time. And it all came by way of COVID. They, they decided during COVID, which made sense for the, the, the broadcasters not to go on the road with teams. But Fred, we're going to go back to Ronald Reagan doing Iowa Cubs baseball. I mean, we're going to do recreations now. Are we going to have the, the clickety clack of horses and, and, and you know, and, and a pow, there's a home run to right. You know, and then if it's a rain delay and the the, the, the wire tape goes down, I mean, <laughs> it's ridiculous. I mean, to me, you look at the amount of money the players and the Angels are paying players for one one thousandth of what they're putting out there, it would cost the radio station or the team or maybe he could work a deal where they split the costs. I mean, it's a write-off. You've got to go to the games to broadcast baseball to Mark, me. Mark Mancini, is there any chance if he can't pay for his radio guys on the road, the Angels re-signing Otani? Uh, that's going to be interesting, you know. Um, Maybe but, that's why he's know, saving the money. <laughs> well, you know, but but on the other side of this coin now, and I'll flip it, you know, um, because I've interviewed Kerry Manassi, a great guy, the GM of the Angels, but the flip this thing is let's look at the other side of this coin where the Dodgers keep drawing 4 million fans and stood pat during the off season this year by signing pretty much middle of the pack type of guys because they say they're going to go after Otani. Um, I, I would think, you know, they might be on the cheap end of this deal as far as holding off. A well, bit and you know, there's another like team. There's another team, Mark, that we haven't talked about that's huge in Japan. Okay, and that's the Seattle Mariners. Okay, you've got a Japanese-owned corporation, Nintendo, which owns that team. Now, Seattle televises a lot of their games back to Japan already on NHK Network. So they're going to be involved in this as well. But, I mean, like we were going to, you know, talk a little bit about, is is this Shohei Otani going to be the first guy to make over $50 million a year, maybe $60 million a year. He is a six-tool player, and we don't see many of them in the history of baseball. No, I agree. I mean, he's going to get it somewhere. It's just not going to be in uh, uh, with, with Artie Moreno and the Angels. And again, Mark, I can't disagree. I mean, the, Angels, the Dodgers have proven to be cheap. The Atlanta Braves didn't resign Swanson. So all these teams who are making millions upon millions are trying to cut back, but you're well, talking and- about Hang on right. one second. You're talking an 81 game road season for the Angels, and they're not going to send any of their guys. You know, uh, and, do radio Fred, do you on remember, the road. You remember the old days with the Dodgers, Fred, when they had the three the three broadcasters. Right. It was Drysdale, Ross Porter. Uh, for a while, it was um, it, it was you know Vince Kelly, obviously Jerry, Jerry, Jerry Doggett. Doggett. Jerry but Doggett. they would they would like they would they would do three innings of of, of TV three innings of radio, you know, and, and, and they have their little their group of guys. That's how you solve that problem. You have four guys all pretty much equal, like the Braves did on TBS for years. Right. And you'd have that two, those two doing it. And then the other two would come in and that would make so much sense because if you're a real broadcaster and a lover of baseball, you want to do radio baseball. Okay. Well, not it's, only that, you know, sorry, uh, Artie, but when, when you no. look at it, I, I'm sitting there watching the news. The Dodgers have upped their parking. They've upped oh. everything else in the place. Uh, and, and, and then I'm sitting there seeing 130 miles to the south. 
the, the, the little train that could is buying everything up. So, and I can, and you both of us can go back to the uh, Ray Kroc era where Ray Kroc would spend money with the Padres bringing in the goose sausages and the Raleigh fingers. I just don't understand. If you're a big organization like the Dodgers and the, uh, you know, the Yankees and the Yankees will spend, then why are you taking your foot off the gas on, on, on trying to bring in guys in there? And, and that doesn't make sense. Well, again, uh, Artie and I talked to before the show began this evening about the fact that, uh, you know, the Dodgers lose Trey Turner in the middle of that lineup. They have no speed whatsoever. Yeah. And uh, they got uh, Freeman batting second. Uh, uh, I don't know how long that's going to last, but the point being uh, the Dodgers have hurt themselves tremendously. 111 victories last hey, year. Lucky they're going to need an incredible years. season out of James Altman. Yeah. And yeah. I mean, they, they really have some kids they got to depend on. And, you know, I also think this Vargas kid from Cuba, whose dad was a great baseball player, you know, this could this could also work out real well for him. You know, I, I, I say the jury's still out. It's opening weekend, you know, for, folks. We'll find out <clears throat> within the first probably third of the season where, where everything's headed. But I will say this. Um, opening weekend so far has been great. The World Baseball Championships with their $75 million, 75 million fans was something great for baseball. And, and I see an excitement in baseball for the first time in a long time. And, and you know, I know it's not Manfred's fault, but uh, at least it looks like there's a, a, a coming back to the did, national pastime. Did, did you see that, uh, Fred and Artie? Uh, the Dodgers are the third most expensive ticket in baseball. Yeah. And I, I thought, I, I thought I, I had to, I don't know if I had to get my glasses because I hardly use them, but Washington was number two. Yeah. Can you imagine paying big money to see that team? You know what happened at, uh, after the Dodger game on Thursday night, uh, a guy was going to propose to his uh, girlfriend. And uh, I think the security guards thought he was some kind of real nut. So like, it looked like they beat him up. He wanted to propose to his girlfriend. Give me a break. All right. I want to talk some NFL as we speak. Tom Brady is still retired. Mark, is there any chance he comes back again? Well, if the Miami Dolphins can give him the state of Florida, he might come back. I mean, I don't know. He's got an issue. He's going to be on the sidelines watching the Aces <laughs> in Las Vegas with Mark, uh, Mark I, Davis. I don't know, what, I don't know what's going to come first. Here's what's going to happen, Mark. Tony G's going to get hurt, okay? And Brady's going to come in and, and take over in Las Vegas. I already got it figured out. Right, I'll tell so you one thing. Aaron well, Rodgers needs to represent Lamar Jackson, man. All right. Okay. At this point, Aaron, uh, Aaron, he goes, I call him Aaron Rodgers limbo. Everybody says the jets. Mark actually was right. He said the jets, except that he hasn't signed with the jets. Mark, are you still hundred percent sure that they're going to work out a deal between the Packers and the jets? Oh, I'm definitely sure. And you know, the Packers are sitting there playing like the Vikings did on the Herschel Walker extravaganza with, with Dallas when they wanted everything except the, uh, you know, the Lone Star State. But the, well, Packers the latest, are the latest, Mark, the latest is the Packers have come off the first round draft pick. But what people don't realize is the Jets have two second rounders and a couple of conditional picks down the line. So the Packers are trying to put themselves in position for next year. And, and you know, plus now there's a there, there's this new rumor in, in football 
that Pete Carroll is absolutely in love with Anthony Richardson, the quarterback for Florida. So he sees, you know, kind of a Metcalf, this incredible physical being, and you know what he's all about. He likes young players that, that drink the Kool-Aid that he can coach and, and mentor and turn into great players. He did it with Russell Wilson. He did it with Sherman. He did it with Cam Chancellor. It'll be very interesting to me to see if Richardson doesn't go to Seattle, but I do believe the Packers and the Jets are going to get to the bottom of this. And, but I'm really interested to see what love does as a quarterback in green Bay. I thought it'd be interesting. Jordan love, of course, he's talking about. And uh, since the day that the Packers drafted him, Aaron Eagle went off the, uh, went on tilt is all <laughs> I can tell you. All right. The third quarterback, Lamar Jackson, wants more, 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 and more. And he wants it all guaranteed. Artie's going to get his wish. He's not going to get as, as many years as he wants. Um, I think it's going to come down to him getting probably three years at about a hundred and guaranteed at about 125 to 140 million. And if he doesn't take that, he's going to be basically stuck with the 32 million, you know, under the, under the new contract. And then next year, he'll probably get 45 million and, and then it'll be all over with. Hey, later we'll talk to Dan Schlossberg on his brand new book. Later, Lisa Guerrero and, uh, Always you by uh, emailing us at sportsfredatao.com, sportsfred at ao.com. Back with more right after. Do you need to sell your home? If you've sold a home before, you remember how stressful and expensive it was. Sold.com is here to help you sell your home for the most money and with the least amount of stress. There are new ways to sell your home that you've never heard of before. Did you know there are companies who will offer you cash for your home? Did you know you could trade in your home for a new one? Did you know there are realtors who will sell your home for a flat fee instead of an expensive commission? It's true. Sold.com services are free. So if you're looking to sell, make this free phone call right now and learn how your next home sale can be faster and easier than you ever thought possible. Pick up your cell phone and call right now. 800 449 1759 800 the Annuity Do's and Don'ts for Baby Boomers contains the little-known truths about annuities, like how to help reduce your fees and increase retirement income. And it's free. That's right, free. As a bonus, we'll also throw in a free annuity rate report just for calling. We researched over 1,000 annuities and summarized rates and benefits from financially strong insurers. You get Annuity Do's and Don'ts for Baby Boomers and the Annuity Rate Report, both absolutely free for calling Annuity General today. Hurry, supplies are limited. Call now. 800-760-1845. 800-760-1845. That's 800-760-1845. If you or a loved one is suffering from a physical or emotional condition that has left you unable to work, then listen carefully. Take this number down. 800-593-7491. That's 800-593-7491. 
When you call, you'll speak with a Social Security disability expert and get a free evaluation to see if you may qualify for disability insurance benefits from the U.S. government. That's right, a monthly cash payment paid directly to you from the Social Security Administration. Whether you're applying for the first time or you've already been denied disability benefits, call now. The disability attorneys at Pinnacle Disability can help you build your case, file an appeal, and represent you at no upfront cost to you. Don't wait another minute to see if you may qualify for your Social Security disability benefits. Call Pinnacle Disability Group at 800-593-7491 for your free case evaluation. That's 800-593-7491. 800-593-7491. Call now. Hey, welcome back, everybody, to Sports Overnet America. You can always email us, sportsfred at AOL.com, sportsfred at AOL.com. We've had Don Schlossberg on before. He's written the more than 40 baseball books, and only baseball, no other sport. Come up with uh, uh, baseball's uh, memorable misses, uh, an unabashed look at the game's craziest zeros, and uh, published by Sports Publishing. And we're talking – since we play trivia here, this is really interesting beyond uh, uh, the normal situation. And, and Dan, welcome to the show again. Thanks so much, Fred. Great to be with you again. So what gave you the idea for uh, an unabashed look at the game's craziest zeros? We're just talking to people and they assume so many things that happened that really did not happen. For example, Nolan Ryan never won a Cyong Award. Despite his long career, 27 years, no Cyong Awards. You know, the world's all-time strikeout leader had the most no-hitters, but no Cy Youngs. And then you take Greg Maddox and Roger Clemens and Steve Carlton. No, no, no hitters, but all those Cy Youngs. Roger Clemens alone had seven. <laughs> you know, talking, okay, let's talk baseball. In this book, uh, um, you, Andy Hawkins, New York Yankees, throws a no-hitter, and he loses 4 nothing to the White Sox. Explain. It was an eight inning, you know, when the home team is ahead, you don't bat in the bottom of the ninth inning. So actually he didn't get credit for that no hitter because he didn't pitch nine. He only won eight innings. It, it, it's crazy. It's uh, it, so many crazy things happening. For example, growing up, my dad was a big Stan Musial fan. Okay. One of the best hitters in the history of baseball. You know, I, I joined as a very young kid. I thought Ted Williams may be slightly better, but certainly Musial was among the top hitters in the, since 50s on. Okay. Bottom line is he never won a home run crown, even though, of course, there was that doubleheader when he, when he hit five home runs uh, in the twin bill. So talk about Stan Musial. Right. He was one of the two guys with five home runs in one day, the other one being Nate Colbert in 1972. And by the way, Nate Colbert was in the stands in St. Louis, or rather, he was in the stands when Musial hit his five home runs. So I thought wow. that was terrific. But Musial hit 475 home runs, but he never led the National League, which is, you know, like Willie Mays, who never led the league in runs batted in. And you would think somewhere along the line he must have, but no, he didn't. Our guest, Dan Schlossberg, uh, got out of Ash look at the game's craziest zeros. Uh, Sport Publishing published it. And uh, Mark Mancini, you're a Pirates fan. Forbes Field, well, 1919 to 1970. I'm going to ask you a question. How many no-hitters were thrown at Forbes Field? Five? Five, you think? Artie, how many, think, how many no-hitters do you think were thrown at? Uh, I'm going to say one. Now, remember, this book is zeros. 
Uh, Dan Schlossberg, <laughs> how, 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 how many no-hitters were thrown at four? None. Between 1990 and uh, 1919 and 1970. Okay, you got it. Whole question is, how many no-hitters by the Pirates? By the Pirates, yeah. none. They were no-hit several times, but no Pirate ever pitched a no-hitter there. I was going to well, say the Pirates had some pretty, pretty interesting teams there in the fifties. I'm surprised they could, they would didn't well, get no I, hit. I, I will get my satisfaction on this. It was Monday Night Baseball, 1976, Handyman, no hit the Dodgers in Pittsburgh at Three Rivers, two nothing. I remember. So I get my satisfaction right. of, of of knocking the uh, big boys off the perch. But you know, it it, it brings up a question, Dan. Uh, my idol was Willie Stargell. God rest his soul. I'll probably interview him when I get up to heaven. Um, but I on the hill you, with Will. Yeah, I will tell <laughs> you this: the seventies, I think, were the best of baseball, and I still hold that candle to it because Willie Stargell set two records: the longest home runs in Dodger Stadium. I don't care how big these players are today; I don't think we'll ever see that record. Some of these records: Greg Lozinski in Philly. Reggie think, Jackson, the third deck in Tiger Stadium. Think of the size of the bats that these guys swung in that era compared to the size of the bats they're playing with now. And these were ash bats. None of this maple that guys are playing with now. It was a completely different game. I mean, I remember going in the, the clubhouse when I worked for Mizuno and seeing these guys, these huge superstars and when you go to the the astrodome and you walk in the upper deck in the outfield and you see the toy cannons and the mccovey the seats painted for how far they hit it and you look down to home plate you go i couldn't hit a two iron up there <laughs> yeah well somebody like aaron judge hits him a long way yes he does no doubt about that Opening and so did frank day. howard yes he did uh baseball's uh memorial Pronounce that word. I'm going crazy here. Memorable. Memorable. Okay. Baseball's memorable misses an unabashed look at the game's craziest zeros published by Sports Publishing. The author, Dan Schlossberg. Dan, is this book 40 or 41 on baseball? This is number 40, but I just signed two contracts. So I'm going to be doing 41 and 42. Wow. Awesome. Congrats. All right. So, so you love baseball. We've talked about this before. The other sports don't count. I don't know if you agree or disagree. I think Rob Manfred has hurt the game very badly. I probably I disagree on almost every rule change that he's made. Number one, the listen, if a, if a guy can't learn to bunt or if a guy can't uh, learn to chop down on a pitch, that's no reason to do away uh, with, with saying you can't have three guys on one side of the field. I think that's crazy. And, of course, the extra inning thing to me is nonsense. Dan is a longtime lover of baseball. Tell us what you think. I am a traditionalist. I've been doing this following baseball professionally since 1969 and as a fan since 1957. And the Manford man, as I call it, is a disgrace. It's the worst rules change in baseball history. And there are a lot of bad rule changes. I mean, I don't like the expanded playoffs. When I grew up, Fred, it was two A-team leagues. The winners went directly to the World Series without passing go. That was good because right. then you knew who the world champion yeah. was. Now it can be anybody. I well, make a I make a hang on Mark one second. And this is important because it's on your side, Mark. Mark believes that they should have a split season like they had in '81 with the strike and the and the, the walkout. Okay, in the PCL and the International League this year, they're having split seasons between you and me 
and the thousands listening and watching right here on Sports Overnight America, I guarantee you Manfred's going to try to do that on the major league side of it. Dan, your comments. Well, we had a split season way back when in 1981, if you recall. Right. Yeah. Mm -hmm. And the St. Louis Cardinals and I believe the Cincinnati Reds had the best records in the league and didn't make the playoffs in either half. That's right. So what is, but do you think that man, they're doing it in the minors, triple A for a reason, aren't they to test it? So what I'm saying is next year, or the year after Manfred's going to try to pass this, it might pass. And Mark Mancini has been screaming for it. He likes it. I yeah. hate it. Uh, well, I, go ahead, Mark. Go ahead. You know, sorry. Here, here's the thing, guys. What, what, you know, the, the season's a long season. And if, if you don't split it up, um, or you don't expand it, then what ends up happening is people start to tune out the Diamondbacks and Rockies playing 45 times a year. And, and what ends up happening, you get in the dog days of August, you start to lose some fans, I believe. I mean, the tradition is good, but sometimes you got to tweak it a little. What I, what I noticed this year, and I was talking to the, you know, the, the, the guys today is, you know, you'll, you'll get some of these teams, some of these hometown teams maybe you moved on from that come in in late September. I'm looking at the Tigers and, and, and playing in Dodger Stadium in late September or something. I like that because you're not getting the monotonous. And, and the other thing is I don't want to get into something in 1976 well, when the Reds just blew the Dodgers out by 20 games. Mark, but they're, they changed the schedule this year, so they're not playing 19 games in the interdivisional. Right, right, right. I like so that. So that's a, that's, a, that's a good step in the direction. Uh, the games this weekend, you're going to see, they're going to be a lot faster, probably 20 minutes less overall time. Um, the one thing I was wanting to talk to Dan about is are we on the cusp of seeing the first $60 million a year baseball player, a guy like Shohei Otani, who has six tools. We've always talked about the traditional five-tool player. Well, this guy has six tools, maybe seven. Do you think he could breach this half-a-billion-dollar mark in terms of a 10-year, eight-year contract or something like that? If Steve Cohn's got the big bucks. That's where he's going to go. Either there or the Dodgers, I figure. Yeah, that's what it, I was it, thinking. It definitely will not be Artie Marino, I guarantee you. An unabashed look at the game's craziest zeros. Uh, Dan Schlossberg, uh, Sports Publishing, major bookstores, Amazon.com. Uh, uh, so what's your next two books? You mentioned you got contracts to write uh, uh, two books straight away. Well, what are the next two that uh, you're going to write? The first one's going to be on Hank Aaron because, number one, I'm the world's biggest Hank Aaron fan. Right. I've already written a book on Hank Aaron. Right. But next right. year is the 50th anniversary, 50 years since he broke Babe Ruth's record. And I've got all kinds of pictures and things that have never been published, all kinds of memories, personal memories of, of interviewing Aaron. I just saw a picture that went online. Mark Bowman, the MLB beat writer for the Braves, printed a picture in his Braves beat column about a week or so ago showing Jimmy Carter and Hank Aaron, but I am right over Aaron's shoulder. I was actually interviewing Aaron. This was taken in 1973, wow. and Jimmy Carter was governor of Georgia, and he came by to talk to Aaron. So Aaron said, excuse me, let me talk to the governor for a minute. And I am directly behind Aaron, clear as a bell. And the very next day, Jimmy Carter announced he's going to run for president, and the Atlanta Constitution headline was, Jimmy Carter is running for what? <laughs> All right, the one, the only Dan Schlossberg with us. Uh, an unabashed look at the game's craziest zeros, published by uh, Sports Publishing, 
Amazon.com, major bookstores everywhere. Dan's 41st book, soon to be 42 and 43. Dan, welcome very much. And thank you very much for appearing on Sports Overnight America. Dan's oh, been there. You got to have him on some more. This is the best. I yeah, love I love it. Thank you. Progressive's Home Court Explorer lets you easily compare our direct rates with multiple companies. Now that we've covered something you could do, it's time for Sports Stuff You Definitely Could Not Do. If you were head coach, you would not have gone for it on fourth down. Your confidence in your play calling ability might be a little overblown, considering you're barely confident in which restaurant to order takeout from, let alone choosing a play in front of 70,000 screaming fans. But you definitely can use Progressive's Home Court Explorer to easily compare rates. Coverage from Progressive Casualty Insurance Company affiliates and third-party insurers. Comparison rates not available in all states or situations. Zero emissions goals are driving automakers and consumers to accelerate the shift to electric vehicles, EV. But roadblocks still exist to allow for their transition. Recent data from the IBM Institute for Business Value found that 50% of surveyed customers are considering getting an EV in the next three years. However, only 13% of industry executives anticipate that their countries will be ready to support the EV fleet by 2030. Key factors such as public charge point availability, reliability, EV and energy costs, and network connectivity are impacting EV adoption. Moreover, none of the executives surveyed believed that standard cars will be sold after 2040. Jonathan Wright, Global Managing Partner, IBM Consulting. Our survey shows that significant transition is going to happen by 2040, but it will require a sustainable power grid that can meet and exceed the expected demands. It'll take an ecosystem of companies across industries, governments, and other stakeholders for EV to really take hold. So the time for action is absolutely now. To learn more, visit ibm.com slash sustainable hyphen mobility. Sponsored by IBM. This report is sponsored by Beringer Ingelheim. I'm Bernie Williams, and I lost my dad to idiopathic pulmonary fibrosis, one of the most common forms of interstitial lung disease, an umbrella term for over 200 rare conditions that can cause scarring of the lungs and may make it difficult to breathe. My dad was my hero. He was the one to introduce me to music, and it is something that helps me feel connected to him even today. Music was always something that helped me cope as a caregiver, writing a song to honor my father and his own journey with idiopathic pulmonary fibrosis was a way to put my feelings down on paper, and I know so many people can relate. Check out Tuning to Lung Health to hear more about what living with interstitial lung disease really means and the important role that music can play in helping to cope with this disease. You will find a series of vocal and breathing exercises, playlists, and some of my favorite tunes and personal stories from people who have been affected by interstitial lung disease. Visit TuneInToLungHealth.com to learn more. Dazzling decal on Daisy's Donuts window. Bold banner at Barry's Barbershop. Prominent poster at Penny's on Park Place. This is your sign. Well, signs. To try Staples and see the difference. Get $15 off signs, banners, and posters when you spend 75 or more. From Staples. And I couldn't miss it. Ends 415. Visit staplesconnect.com slash printpig for details. Hey, welcome back, everybody. It is Sports Overnight America. You can email us at sportsfred at aol.com. Sportsfred at aol.com. And uh, I first met... And the only time I've ever met in person, Lisa Guerrero, 30 years ago at KMPC, I was doing the morning show. You were 12 and, and she was 10, right, Fred? And uh, <laughs> the first thing that uh, hit me was that she's very attractive. The second thing is we started talking, very articulate. And the third thing that every time I see her on TV, 
She lost her mom at the age of eight. Lisa Guerrero now with us. She's written a Warrior, My Path to Being Brave. Here she is for the folks watching on the uh, video. And uh, Lisa, welcome to the show. Thanks for having me, Fred. Nice to see you again. So when I saw you and talked to you, you were the head cheerleader for the Rams because we were carrying the Rams. Then you went to the Patriots and then you went to uh, the Atlanta Falcons. And let's see, she's done much since. Let's see, local TV in Los Angeles, national TV for Fox, about 16 years uh, for Inside Edition, uh, The Secrets of Playboy, and of course, Monday Night Football. You've done quite a bit, Lisa. I have been very busy in my 58 years, 40 of them on camera. So yes, I started as a model and an NFL cheerleader that became an actress and then a sportscaster, and now I'm an investigative reporter for Inside Edition and for a &E Secrets of Playboy. Uh, talk to us about your relationship with your dad, because I know on Facebook I noticed that your dad was sick, but you've had such a great relationship with him that when I read this book, you know, you start tearing up, but talk about that. Well, you mentioned that my mom passed away when I was eight years old. She was 29. And my little brother and I were then raised by my dad, who changed his entire career so that he could work from home and be at all of our games and recitals and help us with homework every day. And um, so I have a really great stay at home dad who was also a huge sports fan. And that's how I learned the language of sports as a little girl. And when I was a kid, I wanted to be the quarterback of the Chargers because we lived in San Diego. <laughs> and he said, sure, I'll, I'll teach you how to throw a perfect spiral. And he did. And it wasn't until years later that I realized, wait a minute, I can't be an NFL quarterback, but I can be an NFL cheerleader. So when I was a teenager, I was 19, I auditioned for the Rams and was with that team for four years and then went on to have a career on television. But my dad was really integral in my life, of course, and I have dedicated the book to him. And his the story of our relationship is interwoven into the book. So um, it's, you know, some people say, oh, she's written a memoir. Is this going to be a bunch of man bashing? She got fired from Monday Night Football or you know, people were mean to her or whatever, but it, it actually isn't. It's a love letter to my dad and to my younger self. And um, also to any young women that are, are thinking about getting into the business of media or journalism or acting or entertainment. So, um, but my dad is definitely central to the story. All right. You mentioned, folks, the book again, Warrior, My Path to Being Brave, Lisa Guerrero. You mentioned Monday Night Football. You mentioned that one night that... Uh, nobody in your position could ever forget. Talk about that. Was there anybody on your side at that circumstance? And explain what happened. Yeah, so um, I'll back up a little bit. Prior to being hired on Monday Night Football, I had been a sportscaster, um, a sports reporter starting at CBS, two in Los Angeles, then Fox 11, then Fox Sports Net. Sports Geniuses, Best Damn Sports Show, period, Southern California <laughs> Sports Report, all the shows. So I had spent over a decade as a sportscaster here in L.A. Um, and had national prominence on Fox. So when I was hired by Monday Night Football, it wasn't a surprise to people on the West Coast who knew me and saw me for years covering sports. But for the media elite, the sports media critics from New York and Bristol, Connecticut, they were really upset. They thought that the job of Monday Night Football sideline reporter should go to an ESPN personality or somebody that was a credible sports reporter. 
And instead, they called me a cheerleader. And they said I was a model and I was an actor. And they made a big deal about my body, my hair, my face, my makeup, my nail polish. And so before <laughs> I ever covered a game for Monday Night Football, I was already being killed in the media. I mean, coast to coast, just slaughtered. And that, in addition to the fact that I had a really brutal, verbally abusive boss at Monday Night Football who would yell at me while my IFB was in during the time I'm reporting in front of 40 million people live, that really hurt my confidence. And I, um, you know, I started was, to lose that weight. Was the so that was the gambler, right? <laughs> who was the gambler? Wasn't he the, the, the director of Monday Night Football we're talking about? Wasn't he the the big gambler that uh, they get, later got in trouble with ABC and, and all of that? No, this was this was uh, somebody that took over for him later. Oh, okay. So all right. this was this was only his second year as executive producer of Monday Night Football, and I was his first hire. He had already, um, you know, uh, been. Uh, gifted with Al Michaels and John Madden. They were already on the show before I was. So I was his first hire. Um, so, you know, that season was really difficult. I was very depressed, had a lot of anxiety, couldn't sleep, couldn't eat. And about, and you know, was just getting criticized constantly. So finally, we're towards the end of the season. I had just gotten engaged and I found out I was pregnant. But I was so emotionally distraught, so sick, uh, physically and and you know, and emotionally sick, that I ended up during one game actually having a miscarriage on the sidelines, oh, and um, it was devastating as you can imagine and shocking. But I didn't want anybody to know, and so at halftime, when I should have called nine one one and gone to the hospital, I was so afraid of my boss and afraid of what the viewers would think if I didn't go back for the second half, that I plastered a smile on my face and buttoned up my jacket so nobody could see the blood. And I went out there and um, reported for the second half of Monday Night Football uh, before going home and then going to the hospital the next day. So that that was really, a you know, that after that experience, I knew that I had lost everything. I had lost my dignity, I had lost my job, and now I had lost a pregnancy. But it got worse because I was fired after that season and really considered, seriously considered killing myself. So the book Warrior is about overcoming that uh, experience and other experiences in service of my overall message, which is you cannot be a brave person. You cannot be a courageous warrior without going through trauma and overcoming challenges. So the book is called Warrior, Not Victim. And uh, the, the hopefully the lessons you'll learn when you read it is how to be a more brave person and how to learn from the challenges that we all face in our lives. Now, you know, with, there's a lot of people out there, Lisa, that, that this hits home to them, especially in the world we live in right now. What would you say are the tools that helped you get through that part of your life to come out clean on the other side? The first thing I did was tell somebody that I was having these feelings. And that started with my dad, again, going back to my father. Um, I, I told my dad about it and I had tried to keep him um, in the dark about my depression and my anxiety. And finally, I decided to tell him about it. And once I did that, he said, Lisa, 
you are not just a sports reporter, you're a storyteller. And there's a whole world outside of sports. There are people that don't know who's playing in the Super Bowl. You, you could be destined for bigger things than just covering sports. So I started to, I took his advice. I got into therapy. I started to think of myself differently. Um, I decided that the trauma I had gone through meant that I had empathy for other people who have gone through trauma. And that's what eventually led me uh, to investigative reporting. And now I interview people who have gone through incredible trauma and I advocate for them and I go chase bad guys on their behalf. So, so yeah, we all go through challenges. That's not what defines us. The challenge doesn't define us. What defines us is how we overcome the challenge. The book is The Warrior, My Path to Being Brave. Of course, you can watch Lisa three, four, five nights a week on Inside Edition, uh, many CBS affiliates across America. Lisa, you, gotta, you just mentioned it. You have to be brave to do what you're doing. Not only are you flying millions of miles uh, the last 15 years or so, but as you're saying, you're getting involved with some very, very dour people and angry people and uh, people who are cheating and lying. And you're in the middle of it all, Lisa. You are a warrior. Thank you. I, I am. And I take that very seriously. I named the book Warrior because it's what my last name, Guerrero, means warrior in Spanish. And before my mom passed away, she pulled me aside and said, Lisita, never forget that your last name, Guerrero, means warrior and you were born to fight. I didn't know That's what that meant at eight years old, but at 58 years old, I definitely know what that <laughs> means. It means that I am pulled into service to force accountability from people who have hurt others. And that's what investigative journalism is about. And that's why I love it so much. Mark, you've interviewed uh, Lisa. What do you want to Yeah, say? I mean, well, she, she's remarkable. I mean, the bucket list that she's compiled, Monday Night Football, you know, Playboy, all this kind of stuff. That's a beacon of hope for some young people out there to reflect on what you've done. And you can showcase that big time across, you know, all these young people's lives. Have you ever talked like in schools and stuff like that, Lisa? Because I think yeah. the story is remarkable. I do. I do a lot of keynote speaking. So I talk to corporations. I talk to nonprofits. I talk to kids at school. Um, what I really love doing is talking to college students because they are on the brink of going out into the workforce and facing a lot of the misogyny, a lot of the toxic harassment, a lot of the things that I dealt with um, when I was first in sports casting and in the media and in entertainment as an actor. So um, I really love talking to that college age group because they are able to, to, I think, get the most out of that message, but also corporate audiences really connect to my mission of being brave and taking risks and chances because you can't succeed in business without taking risks you and without got, being you've, brave. You've just gotten some awards uh, for your charitable uh, situation. Have you not? Yeah. You know, I, um, I feel very grateful to have kind of racked up a lot of journalism awards and awards for my service. So, <clears throat> so far I've got, I'm in my office. You know, <laughs> uh, I've got, I, I think I'm close to about 40 investigative journalism awards and honors, and I am on the advisory board for the Salvation Army here in Los Angeles. That is my uh, charity of choice. And so I do a lot of nonprofit work. And, and I think that my message of bravery through my book <laughs> excuse me, is something that can resonate across the board to a lot of people. And I hope it does. 
where can we now watch you? Obviously, Inside Edition, five nights a week. Mm -hmm. uh, Secrets of Playboy. Where can we watch Secrets of Playboy? Secrets of Playboy is on A&E. We just had our first season last year, and we just finished taping our second season, which will air this summer. You can find the first season on Hulu right now. And I host the 11th and 12th episode. And in this next season, I'm hosting several episodes. So it's a really fascinating documentary series that takes place in the world of um, Hugh Hefner, the Playboy brand, the Playboy clubs, the mansion. And season one really focuses on him and the world around him. Season two will be focusing more on the women. And um, I, I'm really proud to be a part of it. It won a Critics' Choice Award last year. Um, and then, of course, Inside Edition. I'm on during sweeps. I'm on almost every day. Um, but you can see me all the time on Inside Edition's YouTube channel. So if you go to, um, we've got, I think, 11 million subscribers. We're number one on YouTube in news and politics. Awesome. And we are the, and, and Inside Edition's the number one syndicated news magazine show in the country. It's been on for 35 years. I've been on 17 of those years with the show. So um, it's a lot of fun. I've done 600 investigations for them. And and they've led to some real positive change in our, our country. So I'm really proud of my work. The one, the only, uh, Lisa Guerrero, the book is Warrior, My Path to Being Brave. Uh, Hachette uh, uh, published it, Amazon.com, major bookstores. You can watch uh, Lisa again on A&E, Secrets of Playboy, and uh, many nights of the yeah. week, uh, certainly with Deborah Norville on Inside Edition. Lisa, this has been a kick. Great lady. And, uh, well, Thank you. Keep, keep making a difference. like you're doing right now that's I mean, that's look just at, fantastic look at he's accomplished and listen get on her facebook because uh, she's doing a lot of great things just uh, lisa thank you for appearing tonight on sports over night america oh it's so good to see you guys again thank you so much and best of luck everybody thank you, thank you. always a pleasure lisa lisa guerrero and later of course dan schlossberg and we're all straight away on sports overnight america have you written a book? You can become a published author with Dorrance Publishing, the nation's oldest publishing services company. Countless authors have trusted Dorrance for nearly a 100 years to bring their book to the market. Our professional team will edit your text, design your book pages, and create an appealing, eye-catching custom cover. Plus, our authors benefit from a custom book promotion marketing campaign that makes your book available where people buy books, like Amazon and brick-and-mortar bookstores. So make this free call right now to claim your your free author's guide to publishing. Don't wait another day. Take one step closer to realizing your dream of becoming a published author and seeing your name in print. You've already written a book, so the next thing to do is make this free call right now to Dorn's Publishing and get your free guide to publishing. Call right now. 800-485-6003. 800-485-6003. That's 800-485-6003. Most of us like to be out in the sun. That's why sunscreen and other safety measures are key to protecting your skin from aging and cancer. The FDA recommends using a sunscreen with a sun protection factor, or SPF, of 15 or higher. Also, look for broad spectrum on the label. That means both harmful ultraviolet A and B rays are blocked. UVA rays age the skin, UVB rays burn, and both cause cancer. But the perfect sunscreen doesn't count if you use it wrong. Don't need sunscreen on a cloudy day? Wrong. 80% of UV rays still get through the haze. Only use sunscreen at the beach? Nope. 
Anytime you're outside, UV rays attack the skin, so you need protection. And you have to reapply sunscreen every two hours. Remember, SPF plus broad spectrum equal healthy fun in the sun. Visit www.fda.gov sunscreen for more information. A message from the U.S. Food and Drug Administration. Hey, I'd like to thank Dan Schlossberg for making an appearance. Of course, uh, Dan's book, uh, uh, Unabashed Look at the Game's Crazy Zeros. Uh, you get it sports publishing, major bookstores everywhere. And uh, Lisa Guerrero, Warrior, My Path to Being Brave. You can watch Lisa every night of the week on Inside Edition on uh, uh, several, uh, most of the CVS affiliates across America. And, of course, uh, uh, on The Secrets of Playboy. But uh, let's talk some... Uh, Sports, uh, the end of this hour right here on Sports Overnight America. The Knicks, Julius Randle. Now he may not play the rest of the season, including the playoffs. Artie, without him, the Knicks have any shot whatsoever. We got a lot of New Yorkers who emailed us, so tell us what you think. Slim and no, no hope, and I think Slim just left town. I look at the East very simply. I see four teams that could be really a part of it. You got to go with Milwaukee. You got Boston in there. You got Philly in there. And you got Cleveland, who I think has come a long way this season. You know, the rest of those six, I just don't see them having what they need to get to the top. Now, the West, I see completely different. I see more wide open. Uh, You know, I I know that Sacramento's had a great year and Denver's playing good. But you still got to go through the champions in Golden State, and we'll see what happens out there. Mark, what are your thoughts? Mark, I bet you he's going to say the Bucks. Go ahead. <laughs> you, you had it, baby. You know, I'm, I'm, I'm going to break out that beanie, man, that 71 look. The Bucks are coming back. Nobody's talking about the Bucks. But let me tell you something. They are the what? most complete team in the NBA. Do you want to Drew Holiday? Do you want to parlay the Bucks in the NBA to the Pirates in Major League Baseball? Is that what you want to do, Mark? No, but well, but but but, but but see, I think everybody gets on the Denver. You sounded like a motorboat there for on, a second. I think I think the only yeah I think the only scary team that really scares me, and a lot of people aren't looking at this team either, is the Bucks look over their shoulder, and the 76ers are a team that can match up with Milwaukee. So. I think you got to – I got three in the East. I got Cleveland, Philly, and Milwaukee. My Bucks. I'm hoping to come out of there. In the West, I'm hooking my thing on Sacramento, the Warriors, and the Clippers. We'll see what happens. Uh, this hour is now done. Thank you, Mario. Thank you, Mark. Uh, thank you, Artie. Thank you, uh, Lisa Guerrero. Thank you, Dan Schlossberg. See you around the corner a little bit later this evening on Sports Overnight America. <laughs> 